Blog Talk Radio. Who hired you? 
I know, man. I need to be up for review. Oh, also, and the podcast is available on Spotify now, too. So we had a good weekend of stuff being available on new things now. Uh, the Instagram is It's the Radio Show, all lowercase, no underscores. And the Twitter is The Radio Show ATL. Sweet. So we are good to go hey, so on. Just, just a bit of housekeeping on the air, as we, as we tend to do. Um, if you don't readily have it available, you don't have to do it. Just, just saying. <laughs> you're right. You're right. <laughs> it I accept my verbal spanking because I should. Usually, I'm better than that. Usually, I'm much better and than I that. I usually, judgment, and I know none of the numbers. Not even the dial-in. Nothing no, at all. It's no, it's pretty judgy, but it's 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 warranted. It is. I, I I can't get mad at that. It does. So I deserve common this. sense ain't common. Oh. <laughs> I'm sorry. The shots being fired so far. Yeah, it is. Well, anyway, we're gonna begin the show this week with television. Yes, television. Because what the hell else do you have to do? That's right. Each member or most of the members of the cast have been out here binge-watching their ass off, and they want to talk to you about the shows that you should be watching. So I'm going to pass the baton over to the very capable jerk who is going to start us off with this endeavor about television. Well, it's this newfangled invention. It has a screen, sides. They even come with remote controls now. And... 700 channels of absolutely nothing to watch. But if you have an itch you need to scratch, I would suggest trying Dave. Dave is about an artist that dropped a couple years ago. Went by the name of Lil Dicky. I think the name of the show is Hey, I'm Dave. To me, it's pretty funny. It's pretty much a quick draft of how his career got started. I enjoy it. I think it's funny. I give a nod to it. Anybody else uh, catch it? Uh, yeah. Wow. That is sad. <laughs> I like it, though. It's I, it's not for everybody. I think, one, the humor is kind of dry, but I also like dry humor in a way. Um, I like that he's being himself, but I think it really is reminiscent of, you know, real life and what he goes through and his, you know, white Jewish guy trying to rap in a predominantly black environment. So I like it. It's pretty, it's pretty funny. Which did episode you fall out did of you hole? Like, huh? Did I fall down a hole? Yeah, it sounded like you broke up a little bit. Oh, Sorry. No, it actually sounded like no. It actually sounded like you fell down a hole, and there were echoes, like you were talking and falling at the same time. But yes. go ahead. Please continue. <laughs> well, what episode? I like this show. So, which episode did you? What was the last episode you watched? Did you watch? I watched the second, first and second episode. Which one did you watch? Uh, I'm gonna assume that's referred referred to me, but I I think I've seen everything that's been aired so far. Oh, and 
you know, like I said, it caught me. I, I saw the debut episode when it dropped. I kind of got hooked from there, and I've been trying to keep on top of it. Yeah, DVD hasn't really got to the good stuff yet. Like, episode three is hilarious. Like, that's probably the funniest out of the ten. I watched all ten. It's on Hulu, and you can just binge it. But um, I think what gets lost in the show is that Lil Dicky really is better than, like, half of the rappers out today. And if you haven't heard his freestyle on Sway in the Morning, where he went off on one of the Young Thugs beats, you need to Google that right now and check it out. That's like one of the best freestyles I've heard on that show. And he's had a very pretty good group of people that have gone on and have actually have done like good freestyle. So the dude can actually spit. So um, I think the show is a great mix of him being himself, but also to Diva's point, like how it is hard for like, somebody, a white Jewish kid, to kind of make it in uh, a genre that's dominated by black people. But um, he puts a dry humor and a funny spin on things, and it's it's a really good watch. I enjoyed all of it. Do you still think he's underrated to an extent, or do you think he's exactly where he's supposed to be? I think... I think he is underrated because a lot of people still look at him as a comedic rapper, which he kind of is, but at the same time, he actually has some really good songs that are not meant to be funny. So, like, um, his first album, if you ever listened to it, it was really good. Like, it had 22 songs on it, some really good features. Like, it's, it was a really good album. And I think he's a really good artist, and he really needs to make more music. Um, but, you know, I know he got other things that he's doing. But the album was called Professional Rapper, and it's got, like, 22 tracks on it, and it's really good, great features on it. So check it out. I know people know it's Funny Side, but he's actually a really good artist, too. And fun fact, <laughs> it's the most watched comedy show that FX has ever premiered. Apparently it did way more views than Atlanta and Atlanta was a really good show too. So just to kind of oh, put it in perspective. Oh, wow. Evie, did you do <laughs> homework? Did you do research? I don't recognize <laughs> you right now. Who is this man? Hold on. You know I'm a very much a data person. I like my numbers. Numbers numbers are very black and white. Either you got it or you don't. But yeah, I had to do some research because I glanced across an article and it, it it was saying that the show did really well and like FX was like kind of surprised at how good it it did. So I just happened to click on an article and it was saying that it surpassed Atlanta's viewership. And if you've watched Atlanta, that's a really great show. So for it to do that kind of stuff in just season one, like clearly FX has got something on their hands that they can kind of do more with. Exactly. He did have a pretty Kevin Hart. Oh. He did what with Kevin Hart? I said the show is executive produced by Kevin Hart. Dave, I just Googled that. That I saw that and I was like, wait, really? But I wasn't really sure because I've never heard Kevin Hart really speak about it. But I was like, huh. That makes interesting. I just. 
I just wanted my props for doing some homework too, because everybody else was getting there. So I just go sure you get your homework. <laughs> so um, if I, listen, I have I have not seen Dave. As a matter of fact, until the jerk had mentioned it in a, like a chat we were having, I had never even had heard of the show before. I didn't watch it. Um, so if you were gonna rate Dave on a scale from one to ten, like if we're telling the listeners, hey. If we were rating it on a scale from one to ten, what what would you you guys rate the show? I would I would say it's probably like a solid nine out of ten. Like it's a damn near perfect show. Any any time it's you have a a comedy show and you die laughing without being like provoked to do it, like when people are not trying hard to get you to laugh, you got a good show on your hands. And I think that he's just so naturally funny with his dry humor that like, he just makes people laugh like over the craziest stuff. But episode three is where it really gets crazy. Like I died laughing at episode three, the end of it. No spoilers. Tell you what, I'm going to get right on it. The moment that I watched that is the same time that Tiki and Diva watch extraction. I'll be all over Dave. I'm telling you all over (laughs) as soon as they do that. Oh, so you're, so not, you're gonna not gonna watch it? it. <laughs> oh, that's the thing. You're not even that freaky. He's not gonna watch it. Got it. Uh-uh. Got it. So we got more. We got more, we got more shows in the mix because I know we're not just watching Dave. Because hell, I didn't watch Dave. Anybody? Cujo hadn't watched it. He just had to Google something about I read, it. So I read. I read part of a review online, and it said that it's basically the white version of Atlanta. Wow. Oh, oh, so it's called Buckhead then. That's what that is? Uh, what part of Buckhead? Oh, okay. It's called John Hurt. It could be called I thought I had one there. So what no, what other shows are, nice are we watching though. right now? Tiki, you got I'll some? Wait, do you say, is it called Black AF or is it called Black as Fuck? Either one. Both. Either way. Okay. Interchangeable. So that's what I watched this week. Um, it was like nine or ten episodes, uh, and it's created, and it's a um, sitcom satire by Kenya Barris, which is the dude that created Blackish, Mixedish, and Grownish. Um, if you guys have seen those, and it is basically, um, in my opinion, it was relevant, and it was it had it had its funny moments. Some of it, I was like, eh, you stretching it on this. But um, I liked it. Has anybody else seen it? Ah, uh, yeah. yeah. I, first, I started watching this whole episode. So what resonated with me is, so I'm I'm about in this, I mean, we're all just about in the same age category where we're starting to get into, you know, our careers. We're starting to make a little bit of money. You know, we're moving our families up a little bit. We're starting to acquire a few things. And we do kind of start looking at things from a different perspective at times, um, not to the extreme of Kenya. I'm I'm nowhere near that category. Let me just put that out there right now. I'm not renting out private jets or anything, or as he calls them, PJs. I'm nowhere near that level. But dude has the sickest sweatsuit collection I've ever seen in my life. I didn't even know they made so many sweatsuits. That is facts. Like, they are dope. Facts. <laughs> yeah, dope. I, I was going to say, I, I was actually uh, thinking about trying to Google how much those cost and then fantasize yeah, about maybe buying it. Yeah, some, those <laughs> well, well, easy and, and uh, 
16 should be able to tell you because I've seen several of them at the flea market in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the record, 16 wears way more of the baggy sweatpants than I do, so I'm going to just let him give you all that inside information. Okay, so first of all, lower your voice, okay? Because we all wear sweatpants at this point the way things are going, all right? I feel attacked. I wear leggings. No, so, no, no, no. Keyword was baggy sweatpants. Yeah. yeah. So, are they tight sweatpants? Um, <laughs> I think there are several I'm artists sweat- out there who've proven they can make anything tight if they want to. <laughs> Another thing that kind of tickled me was he wears a gold chain, right? A link chain. Mm-hmm. And to him, you know, he he speaks to the fact that when he was growing up, that's what all his idols wore, you know, rappers, athletes, drug dealers, whatever. And, you know, once he got to the point, actors, when he got to the point where he had enough money, he went and bought him one. I know a bunch of dudes that went and bought them a Figaro time they got some money. You know, like they went and got these <laughs> things as well. Um, as a matter of fact, I recently saw a friend with one, and I died laughing in my head because I was just thinking, oh, my goodness, you got one of those chains. Um, so I totally get that part. All right, so you, you, for, you really can't lie to yourself like that. If you're going to laugh, laugh out loud to the person's face. Don't do it in your head. <laughs> you have to be true to you. They get 
people straight tell them to their face they not blackness. And I told my friend one time, I was like, you can't let somebody tell you how black you're supposed to be. You know what I'm saying? And she gets it bad from women, you know, and some stuff people say to her, I'm like, you let somebody say that to you? But they feel like they're caught in the middle of being able to defend themselves or either having to take, you know, verbal abuse. So a lot of times they do feel like they got to prove something. So, I mean, I think it it's not my experience, but I know a lot of people who have that experience, so maybe that's why they wrote it in there. Very well. Yeah, and it does force us to have another conversation about colorism. Like, for instance, I have Mm -hmm. two sisters. I have a um, a half-sister who is biracial, and she's maybe a shade or two lighter than me. Then I have Mm -hmm. another sister that's on the darker end. So then when people look at us, they're like, wait, y'all have the same what? Who cares what we have? I mean, we're sisters. It is what it is. And then, like, I've been in certain family situations you know, I remember my mother telling me that when she married my father, my aunt was like, I can't believe you married that black man. Not that he was black oh. in terms of race, but in terms of yeah. he's that dark. Like, you know, mm-hmm. like, so it does force us to have another conversation about colorism within the black community. Um, but I don't want it to be on a success. Does that make sense? It does. I think, you know, some people may feel like it's so heavy, you gotta kind of make it funny sometimes for people to relax enough. Because everybody's so freaking uptight now. Like, you can't even have these conversations without people, you know, it just turns into something else, you know, it's more than a conversation. So maybe they feel they like... Get uptight. But I mean, yeah. he does the same people thing are. with blackish, right? Like, he takes he, he takes does the issues that, that same we all face and the... Yeah. So, so essentially, course, came I think from, it he didn't, he didn't want to, he didn't want to be up under ABC's thumb anymore, and it, it, that's, that's really all it was. Like it was a creative, so, yeah. So a creative so thing where he's got to, he's got to go through a lot of red tape and a lot of, you know, creative blockers with ABC, and then Netflix gave him oh, yeah, the opportunity to basically up. make oh, blackish on with no yeah, creative so blockers. <laughs> Yeah, it's just blackish with a lot of cussing. That's all it is. I yeah. mean, the, yeah, the, that's, that's is the same. The family dynamics yeah. are the same. I mean, it's essentially blackish with a lot of cussing. Um, yeah. I, the, your question before about he and the wife being very competitive, I do think mm-hmm. it's a lot. Like, I don't know. I missed the point at some point, and I watched the, I watched all of the episodes, but. I miss where they stopped being a team and where they became competitors. You know, like, was it because she started, she got this book now? Did he feel threatened by that? But it's just like all of a sudden it just turned, like, they did a 180, and then it automatically put me back into that same headspace where um, on Blackish, where Bo and I forget his name, uh, Anthony Anderson. Mm-hmm. Uh, were going through their situation. Remember, they were making all like the things like in a blue color and everything, like a blue hue and everything. So it was just like, is this that same argument all over again, just in 2020? You know. So I didn't think I want, it was I want a to... fresh take on it. Go ahead. No, no, I was just going to to kind of um, in the what did you talk about with the um, comp- competitive nature of the husband and wife? With I want to say that that was more of a uh, uh, hyperbole, I guess, like oh, super over exaggerating something that actually exists in marriage. 
You know what I mean? Like if like any of the marriages mm-hmm. tell you, like like there's a little bit. I mean, not competition, but you know, there's a little bit of kind of a a back and forth that happens, you know, in a marriage already. And I want to say he just kind of. I mean, I'm, I'm assuming that he just, you know, put a magnifying glass on it, like just super exaggerated it for, it for the purpose of comedy. Yeah. 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 And, like, the only other thing that bothered me a little bit was, like, I felt like he was, it. the show itself kind of went hard on Joya's parenting skills slash abilities. Um, like, he just kept saying, you're a bad mother. You're a bad parent. You don't know what your kid did. You're a bad parent. I mean, I can just tell you from being a mother for just six years of just two people, let alone 20 years of six people, that's a hard <laughs> job. So if I don't know what one kid did, then damn it, I just don't know what that one kid did. But guess what? I've managed to keep all of these kids alive all these damn years. Give me a blame. <laughs> yes. You know, well, like, he didn't know. <laughs> I, I, I will. I will say he was doing a lot of that to take to take it off himself too, because he did it. I mean, he, yes. admitted, he admitted like, yeah, yeah, I'm a bad father too. <laughs> I mean, because his kids yeah. are constantly telling him that he's a horrible dad. Yeah. And he was just like, no, I'm not. They're like, you are. He's like, no, I'm not. Go fuck off. You know. He's like, they're like, you are a bad dad. He's like, whatever. You know. I'll go. You but know, they, I'll they buy you that- or something. <laughs> They said that about both of them. They said she was pretty horrible on some yeah. stuff and vice versa. But to another level, that just may be their communication style. They know mm-hmm. who they are. They know how they work well with each other, and they know how to egg each other to do better, and they don't have a problem with calling each other out. It's a form of communication. If it's acceptable and it works, that's okay. But, yeah, I can agree with you. Some of it was a bit harsh. Yeah, and then, you know, again, by the time you get to, like, kid number four, five, and six, you're like, dude, whatever. Y'all know what you're doing. Keep the other ones alive. Leave me alone. I mean, that's <laughs> what that, that probably played a part into it. Because I do know some people who have a lot of children, and like, and I remember asking them, like, why, why do you have so many kids? Like, how does this even work? And the man point blank said to me, well, after a while, they just start policing and taking care of each other, of themselves, so you don't really have to do a whole lot. I have two, and I, like, and I can attest to that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm like, oh, okay then. <laughs> so you just keep having them? Okay. I do know that's something but we yeah. do in the well. I don't want to say just black men and maybe white people do. I don't know enough white people to add, but is that fair for you to make your kids become parents before they're done with their childhood? No. I don't think it's fair. I mean, I know that we all have to be like, hey, can you watch your sister? Hey, can you watch your brother? Can you help me a little bit? But, I mean, to the extent to where you're essentially putting all of the responsibility on that child so that you can go do whatever. I mean, and I can, let me tell you right now, I could speak on this topic for days because I've had some family issues around this the last couple of years. So it's, you know, a little bit sensitive for me. But, you know, I feel like if you sign up to be a parent, you need to be a parent to that kid at the minimum 18 years old just to get, you know, to get them to that point. Now, what they do once they're an adult, that's on them. And that's not even to say that parenting stops at 18. It keeps, it definitely keeps going. But for you to right. say, oh, I want to go live my life now. They're on their own. No, that's not what you signed up for. That That is not how parenting <laughs> works. You don't get to be like, oh, they've reached, you know, they're 15, they're 13, they're 16, 17, whatever. They're on their own. I'm going to live my life. Uh-uh. That's that's not what we're doing here. So I think that when parents do that, and I actually see that, 
that really strikes, a, you know, a really tough chord with me because I just don't think that's fair. But at the same time, there is usefulness to having the older child take responsibility, teaching responsibility, gives them a little bit of leadership skills. It it gives that level of it, – it makes them feel like you trust them more. So it opens up yeah. the relationship to a different level. And as the child grows older, each and every one of them, your relationship is going to evolve. And it's it's going to change every other day. So it has its good and it has its bad. But, no, you should not have your first child – Kids makes it to ten. Have your second child be like, back to the club. No, nah, you shouldn't do that. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and I mean, yeah, go to the club on one weekend. Like to your point, I totally agree with that. But like, I know some, you know, some situations where the parents are just like, you know, I'm going to do this. I'm going to my boyfriend house. I'm going to my girlfriend house. Whatever the case may be, and they're leaving for the weekend, or you know, they're. And working whatever schedule because that's what they want to do so <laughs> that they can have their life. And then, the you know, one kid is getting up every day to make sure the other kids are getting ready for school. And the parent is just kind of there like, oh, I don't really feel like getting up. They can do it. That's not right. So they went You're back to the club. Right yeah, they not... went back to the club. Yeah. You, you, you can't like do that. that. Yeah, I, I, I don't like that. that. I love our show because this is the only show that can have a conversation about TV shows and have it evolve into black culture. And that's not sarcasm, that's the truth, because black culture is a good thing. But this is what this show does. It just evolved the whole conversation into black culture. I love it. But I do. I did watch a but, few episodes of Black AF and I did want to get one thing in. I think it's lazy. He took... Why? And the reason I say that is he created... And of course, ABC stepped on his toes, but he created Blackish. He allowed them to own the rights to that for so long, and instead of coming up with something new and different, he tried to recreate a wheel. And to me, for I don't know why, but for some weird reason, that just lacks creativity. Like you did this wonderful thing, let it go, let it keep going, let it keep flourishing. If you want to do your own individual thing, show people your your range. Don't keep driving down the same road. Yes. That's how you get that's how you that, get uh tight cast. But do you think that because of his success on ABC with that particular formula, do you think Netflix was like, Hey, bring that formula here and if you do well then we'll let you do other stuff that you okay, want to so, do? Uh, yeah. That's, that's but generally really when you bring about. when you bring that formula, it's not bringing the same story. It's bringing, hey, I can make some shit happen. I've got this oh, idea. I can really money. throw this off. Gonna... I, I don't, I'm confused I about something. I don't want to see him. Go ahead. Huh? No, I'm just saying I'm confused about something. We're having a long, lengthy conversation about this. I don't know whether or not whoever watched the show even likes this damn shit or not because nobody said or not. <laughs> so do you recommend it or what? There's a lot of talking going on. Is this shit even worth our time? I do. It is. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, it's not funny. Please, like, it's about, okay, the fun side of the show is it's about a bougie, very rich, wealthy black family living in, like, the the best part of California making jokes about, you know, we don't want to live in Van Nuys, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like they're so rich and got so much money that they really kind of 
hilariously shit on everybody else's. But it's a kind of, you know, tongue-in-cheek is a great little show. I like it. It's very fun. It's very funny. And it's from the point of view of a lot of the interviews and, like, different stuff that they're doing because they're actually, like, kind of flick filming, like, a reality show on the show, which is kind of funny. And one of the daughters is the ringleader who gets to ask all of the questions. And it's, it's a fun show. I definitely think you should watch at least three episodes of it before you make up your mind. Cool. I'll get right on it. Well, we know, we know 16 is not about to do that. So 16 is not about to really do that. Don't waste your time. Hey, don't 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 put but, it on me. Just you know. Look, look, look. We know you, okay? But um, <laughs> real quick to Jerk's point, he signed a hundred million dollar deal with Netflix, so I don't think that they are expecting the same stuff he got away with on ABC. <laughs> like, he, well, no, not not got away with. I mean, he's he's telling the same story. Like he lived the life. So, so to me, it's three different stories. It's his life and what he actually experienced It's his life as he views it on ABC. And now it's his life as he views it through whatever limitless time frame that Netflix given. Like do something <laughs> else, man. Make a sci-fi. Well, no, I, think, I, I mean, think he something. will, I guess was I mean, the point but, I was trying to make. He, with the money he's signed to make with Netflix, like, they're going to – I think they're thinking of other things to do. I mean, he's – apparently he's helping write Coming to America, too, if y'all didn't know that. So <laughs> yeah, he's got he a lot is. of stuff that um, he's got in the works that, that will probably the, be the, different. It just, but it, it just makes but me nervous all when other I shows, see though. any artist – it just makes me nervous to see any artist go down the same road over and over and over again because it limits them. But, I mean, so – And I think he has the potential to – to break through that Grown. stuff. It did grownish and then it did mixedish. So I mean already we're seeing I mean even if it's just going based on the title, he's kind of sticking to one particular thing. Um yeah. and and the and shows given, don't really the vary. tones of the shows don't really differ. They don't vary between the three I've seen mixedish, but um that was I understood the concept of that show was supposed to be what Blackish was supposed to start off as. But anyway, um, I mean, I, I like black. I like the black as fuck. Um, I didn't uh, see an issue, I guess, with what he was doing, especially from a you know creative standpoint. Just not necessarily a middle finger to ABC, but just basically saying, well, I got you know other, I got other shit on the side that I you know I got other options. Um, one one gripe I did have about some of the criticisms was that the cast wasn't black enough for the show to be oh called. Oh my god, black I fuck. read that. I saw that on Facebook. I'm, I'm like, like, come on. It's, yeah. It's just it, it, it was his face I get it. So you got to have somebody that's like uh, Lupita color in order for a show to be called black as fuck. Like, you can't just have just right, black people like, regardless of the rainbow of shades that we come in, like, just because they're not, like, dark. And that's his, that's modeled after his family. So you want him exactly. to put people that don't look like his family as his family? Right. That's that, okay, that, that colorism. That's colorism right there. Yeah. But first because I had the same thought myself. I was like, so they only have one, maybe one of an apostle that actually looked like, like just regular, just your, you know, traditional, typical looking black kids. Like I thought all of the kids did look more on the, multi-biracial side more so than they were more 
black, so to speak. Um, and I know that because the mom is supposed to be biracial as well. So, you know, it just kind of, I was just thinking about that. And I was like, wow, they all have this curly hair like this. Like they all have these specific features. Um, and I know that's not always true in all families, you know, based on genetics, but I can see what the uproar would be because I had that thought myself. But the show isn't. I mean, so he's so he had a show called Black Ish. Now he has a show called Black as Fuck because now he he's broken those again those creative exchanges <laughs> that he was under under ABC. So that was right. the only, I would assume that's the only reason for the for that title. It wasn't like oh yeah we're gonna have a bunch of dark ass people on this show so let's call it Black <laughs> as Fuck because everybody on this show is black no, as fuck. I don't. I don't think this is something. I don't. I don't think he would have been able to satisfy anybody. I think any, no matter what he did with this show, I think he was going to piss people off with something, which opens dialogue to talk because if he did, you know, mix up some of the kids and then people see his real family and this is based on his real life, but then you've got kids on the show who look nothing like his kids in real life. Yeah. Then people oh, yeah. would have something to say was like, oh, he just tried too hard to put kids in there. They don't even look related at all. You know what I'm saying? So now he's got yeah. kids who are different complexions. Now let me tell you, they are different complexions on this show, but they all do look like they could be related. And people still... So Still some type of way. So did you see the article where asked if black people can be can ever be satisfied? Where it was like, is there is there any satisfying the black community <laughs> when it comes to I saw that article so, and I well let me say I saw the headline and I did not read the oh. article because my answer was no. <laughs> right, no. Right, so let me no, no. let me let me inter, let me interject something that's not color skin tone related. Maybe people went when so the concept of the thumbs up to the ABC. Maybe people thought blackish to black as fuck was going from blackish to niggerish. And that didn't happen. Maybe because that that was that was also mentioned is that they were, you know, not necessarily doing average black people things and then that kinda gets into the whole stereotype thing, right? So then you start having episodes about cookout cookouts with crazy uncles showing up and, you know, Kids getting arrested and shit, and now it's all of a sudden, oh, that's all they want to see us as in Hollywood. Don't nobody ever want to see us doing this. <laughs> but thank you. But listen, when they did the episode where the family comes over for the cookout, they were hiding their good stuff in the dryer so people wouldn't steal it. And, you know, like they're taking down their value. Like yeah. even the assistant was like, hey, I'm trying to hide all the valuables. That's what you, that's what you told me to do. They're moving their cars to their neighbor's yard so that the family wouldn't even know what kind of cars they recently bought. Like, who the hell does this? A lot of black people, seriously. Hey, he knew really? His family. I don't know. I don't know that. That's, I mean, but see, that, but see, that's just, that's like, um, that's going to be basically like demographic of black people in certain areas and certain experiences. Like, you got people who can relate to that specific thing because this is the thing. Everybody has un, somewhat unsavory characters in their families. You, you don't need to pick your family. It is what it is. So some people know if they don't invite Uncle Charlie, um, Uncle Charlie got sticky fingers. You know what I'm saying? But some people, you know, 
they still gonna invite Uncle Charlie over because he coming with Grandma and all of them, you know. So you gonna that's just how some people families are. You got oh some God, people I, who you know. Steve, I, think, you take all your I think we should have an. Steve, I think we should have an expert uh, chime in on this. And um, <laughs> Easy, if you could let us know the family dynamic and why y'all don't invite M16 to anything. Um, <laughs> yeah. So. Um, <laughs> You know, uh, I think it was Tiki that made the point earlier about, you know, the different shades and how people All get right. confused. No, that was and Diva. this concludes <laughs> Black is Fucked Up. No, I just Diva was talking directly to 16 on that piece, you know. Sometimes he doesn't feel black enough, you know. He gets confused Ooh. as a Mexican <laughs> and then boy. a big guy. Like, it, you know, I get it. Boy, oh, I'm boy. Here, buddy. We, uh... We went long on that segment, didn't we? Yes, we did, but I do need to throw something else in. 16, if you do decide to watch Dave, it is kind of rough. I know you share a bed with your youngest daughter, so you want to wait till she goes to bed before you start watching. Jesus. We're just making it up as we go along here. Wow, that was an interesting conversation that always (laughs) takes a turn. Uh, It never surprised me with this show. So how did I know that a conversation about a TV show would turn into, you know, us discussing black issues. But I'm good with that. Not good with your joke, not, jerk, not good with your joke, Easy. I blame Cujo for it. It's all good. So it's all good. But speaking of Cujo, we got his snack plug coming up in just a little while. Um, if you want to join in on the conversation at some point, you can send us an email, the radio show inbox at gmail.com. For the slow people, like Tiki says, you know, because nobody emails nowadays, but you can send us an email. The radio show inbox at gmail.com. Again, Cujo Snack Club, we got more uh, talk about several other different things that we are not quite sure where we're headed with that, but we're going to go somewhere with it, as you can see with this show. But before we get into that, play some underground music. But before all that, EZ's got something to tell you. In today's current climate, our finances have to be at the forefront. If you are looking for top-notch retirement, investment, and insurance planning, then you should contact Legacy Builders Wealth Management. Secure your future. Call 404-514-2232. That's 404-514-2232. Or go to LegacyBuilders.us for more information. Yeah, easy. Dropping the knowledge on your financial freedom. Yeah. Appreciate that. Appreciate you out there in Radio Land taking a listen to us. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a break. We need it, you know, just kind of reset things per usual. Uh, we got a song from a friend of the show that we played uh, from a couple of weeks ago. We got another song from S and Sean uh, from an album that he's going to be dropping here pretty soon. Um, doesn't have a release date or a title, but it is coming soon on your streaming devices. But the song is called Face to Face. So I want you guys to check this out. And uh, in a moment, we're going to come back. We're going to have Cujo Snack Plug helping you get fat during the quarantine. All right? So please remember that you're not just listening to a radio show or some radio show. You're listening to the radio show. And just as soon as I find this song, we'll take a break. Oh, I found it. Here we go. Housekeeping on the air. We'll be right back. 
hiding behind a text and a DM. All the shade and the subs, yeah, I see him. Entertaining a new friend, yeah, I see him. Hope you know that your love's on for DM. And even with your glass heart, I was hoping to be him. Getting all your attention. And you cross with a demon. Why am I even feeling? Let you into my bloodstream screaming. I'm holding on to these minutes like I'm dreaming. Don't wake me. But where's the love?
Welcome back. Welcome back, those who are listening to the beautiful show. This is the radio show. Um, if you're listening and you want to tune in and give us a text, you can reach us at 678-800-1677, or you can call in if you got something to say to M16 about how he wears baggy sweatpants. You can give us a call at 516-386-1805, or... As Tiki says, no one will email us, but I'm going to give it to you anyway. The radio show <laughs> inbox at gmail.com. If you're bored or you're over the age of, I don't know, 42, feel free to give us the email that nobody will read. <laughs> hey, really knowing the numbers. Can we get a round of applause for her actually knowing the numbers? Can we get Let's do it. Round of applause. <laughs> yeah. That that is a lost art on this show. Wait a minute. Be scared. (laughs) Look in there. Got the phone number. First check. Very good job, Diva. And real quick, that song you just heard, S and Sean, Face to Face, from an album that he's got dropping real soon that does not yet have a title to it yet, but you can still take a listen to that song on all the streaming services that are available and we'll put up his information on our Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter pages after the show. All right. So speaking of Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, those are all social media. And during this time that we've been dealing with, you know, all this uncertainty, one of the things that we've been doing, or most everybody has been doing to keep in contact with people around them since we're social distancing, is the maybe the overuse of social media. And you might be seeing some things that you didn't know annoyed you before, but you realize they do annoy you. And a great website, Gentleman's Journal, has an interesting article that I thought that the cast would be interested in, which would be ten the ten most annoying people on social media. So we're going to go through this list and see if we know some things from here as far as people who are annoying them, how they feel about it, and we'll just go from there. All right. So oh, we're going to start off with – Can I say something really quick? Yes. Can I say something really quick? Yeah. So yeah. when you brought this topic up, you didn't tell us where the article came from, but I'm interested to know what else does the Gentleman's Journal have? <laughs> yes. Uh, because when I'm thinking about a gentleman journal, I'm not thinking about an article with a lot of words. I just don't – that just never really crossed like my pictures, mind. So right? How did you pictures? even get to the gentleman's journal? That's yes. not there. Yes, what, yeah. what, is this is this, is this a website that you own? Does somebody you know own this website before no. you start ragging on it? Does it have a lot of pictures? I, I mean – you guys have a hell of a lot of questions for there to be Google in existence. Google that shit. You wait the damn sure to journal. tell us that it was some gentleman's journal right before you're about to read it because you already knew it was going to be some flat. That sounds like it is filled with ads of cigars and monocles and yachts. And, and, <laughs> and, and like little, you know... But I feel like there's a, a section where you can still scratch and sniff the cologne even on your computer. The whole way <laughs> of like juice. Oh. I, I just can't take you people anywhere. You go out in public and you people. 
Wait, is it because you're lighter than us, so now that the rest of us are you people? We is just that what we talked are? about that that. Are You <sighs> people. M16, you're Filipino. You cannot say that word. <laughs> well, you know what? I totally stepped Wait. on myself here. I totally stepped on myself before we got this. And I'm not Filipino. That's how rumors get started. Don't say that. Um, I'm, I, I totally messed up. I jumped right into this subject, and I promised the wrong thing. And, I, I man, I'm, I'm just having one of these nights tonight, it seems like. I'm usually better than this, so I just deserve this. Just go with it. We're already halfway. <laughs> I deserve that. No, we promised your snack plug, and damn it, that's what we're going to do. And then we'll go back to the article because that's just how it works. So I, to- I totally messed that one up. I'm on a roll tonight. I feel attacked and judged, but it's, it's warranted. But we're going to do what we promised. You know what? Kudo. You know what? You know what? Y'all should applaud 16 for that because he's a Mexican and not a Mexican. <laughs> Jackasses. Here's Kusho Snack Plug. <laughs> Brought to you by the Gentleman's Journal. The plug I'm giving you today, and I am completely unprepared because I didn't know we were going to come back to this, so give it just a second, <clears throat> is the Cheez It Cheese Pizza. Now, I know we got a lot of fans of cheeses. If you're not a fan of cheeses, go back to the country where you came from because you're not American. The cheeses cheese pizza flavor is probably by far my favorite pizza flavored anything. And I don't I don't do a lot of pizza flavored stuff because typically they all kind of taste the same, right? Like it's it's like tomato powder and like some like weird tasting cheese thing and it's not like good. Typically, it's just kind of vanilla, right? The cheese it people have kind of cornered the market in terms of cheese flavored snacks, right? The, the original cheeses, the white cheddar cheeses, you got Tabasco cheeses, you got all these different flavors of, of this cheese cracker. And the cheese pizza by far surpasses any other flavor. I don't care which flavor of cheeses is your favorite, cheese pizza will quickly become your favorite. Um, it's got a mix of tomato, onion powder, uh, like garlic, a couple other spices, anything that you would expect to taste when you really bite into a cheese pizza. Um, be prepared to kill half a bag, if not the half a box, if not the whole box, uh, when you purchase these. Um, I'm plugging you on it. The first taste is free. After that, I'm charging. Cheese at cheese pizza. Actually, sounds really good. Give a round of applause to your boy Cujo and his very popular <laughs> All in your face. Appreciate you, Cujo. Yep. All right. Okay. Now, so back to Gentleman's Journal. <clears throat> yes. Is there a section in there where you can find hot Asian women? Because it sounds like that's probably a big part of their traffic. So this is a mail order bride website. It, it sounds like in the back, oh, okay. probably a bourgeois probably. Craigslist, if you will. Ooh, oh, <laughs> on the back page, like Craigslist, Ooh. which I didn't know existed until somebody told me. So, are we going to get to oh, the article, or are we going to? Oh, sure. I Go ahead. What, what was what was the article about? Please. Something something about mustard. <laughs> I just want to know what. 
how does bourgeois translate in Creole? Because it's not sounding bourgeois. Hmm. How does it translate in Filipino? <laughs> I, I just I, I just like all of you thoroughly. You you have an open space. Just go for it. Like, what's the first person on the social media list? All right. So these are the the considered the ten most annoying type of people on social media. The first person that's on this list is the selfie taker. So we all know this person. We've talked about this on other versions of the show before, where they're posting selfies every day, sometimes several times a day. It's the same pose. It's the same thing. There's no, you know, surprise that I'm seeing a picture. you just seen them yesterday. They look the same, blah, 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 just looking for likes. And you can tell the people who post too many selfies because they usually get one or two likes from the same people. So how do you guys feel about the selfie taker? Because I don't think anybody on this uh, panel is like, I mean, you post pictures, but nobody's to the point of just annoying with it, where it's like every other day is a picture. So how do y'all feel about the selfie taker? I just want to say that we've come a long way from the days of men being called gay for taking selfies. So I'm glad that we've come yeah. this far. We've made a lot of progress as a nation and as a society. And um, to, to to get to this point where we're now annoyed by selfies that people take versus <laughs> shunning them for even taking it in the first place is, you know, uh, that's, that's progress if I've ever seen it. Progress. I I like the selfies because I personally need to be on social media more, but it gives me something to do. If these people don't take selfies, I mean, what are we scrolling for? I mean, well, the fake news that comes across the random website, duh. Ah, but that's so boring. I need to be like, oh my god, I love her makeup, lipstick, or whatever else. I need for inspiration. To you know, look, boomers sharing <laughs> fake news and not reading the article is still <laughs> awesome entertainment. Nobody wants, like, serious stuff on social media. Like, I root for the selfie taker. Especially if, the men who most... don't take the picture with the front-facing camera where you see them in the mirror with the phone. Can we get a handcraft for men who have learned how to take selfies on self portrait Oh, I hate those. I hate the bathroom selfies, like the mirror selfies. Oh, I, still, oh, I still hate those. Me too. Like, it's a public bathroom. Get in and get out, please. I will say men have perfected selfies with the self-timer better than women. I will say that. They've gotten really good at putting it on the timer and taking their own pictures. Versus women, it's kind of hard because we got to do all the angles and stuff. And, like, we always have to hold the phone or put it on a tripod. I mean, they make it look easy. We do have to get our angles right. God, and angles is all right, so let's Shout move on to the, to the women next that don't falsify time. their angles. Huh? huh? Yeah. Let, so let's move on because everything you're sound you're describing sounds like a dick pic. So let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the only time guys do try to use angles apparently. <laughs> I was gonna say the angles work. Angles too. <laughs> the next person that they described on this list 
is, and I, I don't know how prevalent this is on you guys' timelines, it's called the fake person. So two types of them. They said people who create fake profiles pretending to be someone famous. Um, I don't know if I have any people that do anything like that. I'm not sure about that. I don't even know about this one. We'll, we'll just skip that one because, I, I mean. Fan pages in general are just weird. Like, wait, wait, do yeah. the other fan page for a celebrity? If they're not paying you. Or oh, I know what you mean. The type of fake ones, or do they have celebrities who use their, you know, Twitter or Facebook just to promote their products? So they're not on there to like interact with people who are fans of theirs. They're just trying to, you know, shield their product or whatever it is. Um, yeah, but you're right. Cause your fan that, pages are weird. That, I think celebrities got to that point because of where social media, like. Like, when social media first started popping off, like, celebrities were really on it, and they were really interacting. But then they started, like, like trolling started happening, and then they started catching flack for, like, mm-hmm. yelling at trolls mm-hmm. and they start catching lawsuits and stuff like that. So I think people just start not – and losing endorsements and all this other kind of shit. So I think most celebrities, just to play it safe, like, this is my new album. This is where I'm holding yeah. a concert. This is my flat tummy tea. Like, go buy my shit, and that's it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> To my flat tummy tea, but I did have this uh, tummy cook. Oh, damn. <laughs> um, so basically, oh, the people. So basically, you're describing people who think they're famous create fan pages. Yeah, sort of, kind of. I mean, they can look at that Or they piggyback off of other celebrities and kind of like make these fan pages, but you kind of thought it was a celebrity, but it's really not. It's just a all right, that one that was okay. Now the next one, this is my personal one of my personal favorites, the vague booker, and you know what these are—the person who you know they post, well, I can't believe that just happened, or why is it always me? And then they're looking oh, for geez. you, and then when you ask them, hey, what's going on? It's like oh, I don't want to talk about it, or they don't even say yeah. anything. Fishing. Fishing for sympathy. Yep, these are amazing. You get no sympathy from me. I just keep scrolling like I never saw it. But what is the point oh, of that, to, to put it out there like that, where it's like, you know, where, where you the whole post might be you just saying, you know, pissed or um, I just can't. Like, what do you, like, who who even talks like that in real life? You like want, you, know? you want attention. Like, you really do have people who act like that in real life. They just want the attention, the likes, the sad faces, the comments. Oh my God, what's wrong? But they really never want to divulge it. They just want sympathy. I'm here if you need me. Is that your answer to it, T? You just say, I'm here if you need me? Yep. But I'm really not. Don't call me. Yes. You're so fake. I'm prepared for that. I like to have to leave a comment. So y'all don't have any people. Have you ever seen people go in on people like where it backfires? <laughs> and it's their own friends that start going in on them when they post this stuff. Those are my favorite. <laughs> you mean somebody Ooh, being vague and then somebody that calls them out on it? Is that what you mean, D? So so I'm a give a short synopsis real quick. So I oh, have, like, that. maybe two, two, two people I know, two women, who are married to unsavory characters who 
every other week. They're in their feelings and they're putting all their business on Facebook or whatever. And at first, like everybody's like, oh my God, you totally deserve better. Like I'm here for you, blah, blah, blah. Right. So as they continue on in these relationships and they're constantly like every other month or every other couple of weeks, like talking about how they just, you know, they just don't understand why people can't, you know, be honest and love them for them. And then people start going, so what are you going to do about it? <laughs> are you, you know, you can leave, like, you know, you just, just go to the courthouse. Like, you know, now everybody's kind of like turning on them and then they're looking like, well, this is my life, you know, blah, blah, blah. Cause people kind of get enough of it. So they're, their, well, their don't, friends don't, don't hate on them because they're fishing for a side piece. They're throwing a bait out there. <laughs> they got the hook in the line. They got the pole. Just waiting for somebody to bite. Or maybe it's a genuine cry for help, but seems like they're Jeez. just casting it out They don't want the help. They just, they just want the you can't pick up a side piece playing the victim role. That's not how it works. Nobody wants a victim as a side piece. But do they? You know it's going to come with drama. People sadly, like drama, there are though. people who, sadly, there are people who prey on the weak. Uh, right. And that's how that if works. I'm, if I'm getting a side, if I'm getting a side dude, I do not want him coming with a whole bunch of drama. I don't have time for that. That's what your main chick is for. I just want to hit it and quit it and keep it moving. Tiki's husband take notes. You can buy Tiki's guide to being a side (laughs) on Amazon.com for one ninety nine, or at the Gentleman's Journal. Yes, (laughs) exactly. On the Gentleman's Journal. (laughs) On the back page of the Gentleman's Journal. (laughs) Hey, Uh, I hate you guys sometimes. Uh, the next, the next one on this, the, the next one on this list um, is the person who unnecessarily checks into places. Now, this doesn't necessarily mean that you know you're checking in at a restaurant or watching a movie. That's all, I guess, well and good. We're talking about people who check in at at the emergency room, at home, at the park, shit like that. I still smoothie, never understood why people cafe. check in at the ER. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I don't understand that that part of it. Uh, people checking in at home. Uh, the the emergency room part really bothers me because if you're sick, go take care of getting well. Don't send me a picture of you looking sick in the picture. Like no, go get yourself what fixed. Is up that? Like people taking selfies in the hospital bed with the tubes and stuff. That is, yeah. that is morbid. They are you know, setting they're... up their alibi for work. Yeah, y'all, y'all That's reading too deep into this. Like this. Yeah, those are coded messages. Y'all, y'all reading too into this. I'm saying if you're sick, go take care of yourself. Why do you have time to post a selfie saying, hey, I don't feel good, I'm checking in at the emergency room? If or you feel bad, maybe they, maybe they ain't sick for medicine. Maybe they sick for something else. <laughs> Oh. Did y'all see the girl on? Um, it was a girl who was on Facebook Live, and she's at the in the doc in the she's at the doctor's office, and then the nurse comes in and tells her like she's like, yeah, I'm just here waiting on you know blah blah blah. So before she can cut the live, the nurse comes in, and she's still on Facebook Live, and she's looking at the nurse, and the nurse's like, yeah, well you tested positive for chlamydia, <laughs> and she's just like, hold on. <laughs> 
And he's trying to turn the live off, and it just goes black. It was so funny. I was like, I bet you on TV. That's why you should not. Why are you on Facebook Live in the hospital room? I don't understand. Well, you know how they had those, she was those statuses. With I bet you won't steal that status. Ain't nobody gonna steal her status. She got some things to do, but yeah, that was that was a pretty unnecessarily funny. What's the next one? Uh, the next person on here is the frequent traveler, and also I want to go ahead and kill the term wheels up. If you get on the plane and all you do is hashtag wheels up, I want to fight you. But the frequent traveler, um, yeah, the person who's always checking in, they've got a photo or somewhere, they're taking a picture of their, you know, their itinerary. Uh, I'm off to this place, blah, 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 the updates of them flying and all this stuff. How do y'all feel about the frequent traveler? Kujo, don't feel attacked, man. This is, not, this is not at you. Yours on annoying. I, I was just about to say I am that person, so um, I am annoyed at myself because I have a compulsive need to um, take pictures when I travel places, you know? But yeah. I love so, your pictures. Your but yours on annoying. That's what I'm saying. You're in a different – yours on annoying. It's not like, hey, Kujo's traveling again. He pisses me off. No. I'm. <laughs> what we're talking about is the person who – Come on, man. There's, there's got to be somebody on all of y'all timeline who just takes this to just another, like, it's another level. There, of there is. I've, I've seen people where they'd be like, yeah, I'm driving to Tennessee, and I'm like, great. Um, I'm going to work. Uh, I, I don't know. What, what, what are we doing here? Like, do I, like, do I like it? Do I comment? Like, I, I don't know what to say to this. Yeah, and I, on the other end I'm, of it, I'm, sorry, but on the other end of it, we have a family friend who posts these pictures all the time of her in multiple countries all over the world, and her family is never with her. Her kids, her husband, none of them. Oh, different scratch. Wow. So she's escaping, huh? Are they Man, there? Are they just not in the pictures, or are they not there at all? They're in the pictures with the locals telling stories of things that have happened there, but their family is not with them. They don't even say that their family is there. Like, they're just literally leaving, coasting the world alone. So she or they picked up their side piece from the Gentleman's Journal, and that's who they're traveling with? Is that what you're telling us? Mm-hmm. Does the gentleman's journal have no, sugar no. daddy texture? Is that what we're doing? No. Now? I'm, I'm no, never Googling anything else for the show saying, ever again. No, what I'm saying is there's an international branch of the gentleman's journal aired in multiple countries okay. that she gotcha. uses. I don't even know if I want to read this next one because I don't know which way this is going to go. But the next person the is the the thirsty person or will we be considered a creep where it's someone who is all over. It, you know, it's that one guy, you know, the girl posts a provocative selfie or maybe a guy with his shirt off or whatever, and they're always commenting on random people's pictures and statuses in a kind of subtle but not so subtle way, you know. I don't know about that one. Can I, can I ask a question? Off, off, off topic. I'm not not off topic. It's on topic, but just a different type of person on social media. Does anybody have somebody that they know that has created an OnlyFans? 
No. Only fam? No. Only fam. Only fam. Only fam. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Well, you can only fam right. for anything. Yeah, but the the ones that I know who created theirs aren't for anything. It is for one thing. Um, Get I, I, I don't subscribe, but yeah, I mean, I, based on their advertisement, when I scroll and I'm like, come on, man, let's, yeah. There's worse yeah, things they yeah, could right. do. It is. They could no, be on the back page of Facebook. I'm not knocking it because I'm 3.5 <laughs> seconds away from making my own OnlyFans, and I will broadcast it on this radio show, and I expect y'all to advertise it when I do. But I'm just—I was just asking, just because that was another thing. Like people who constantly are, um, people who are constantly advertising their OnlyFans. Advertising it? Oh, they trying to get that yeah. money up. Yeah. Is like, you can't even post a regular selfie no more. Like, you created OnlyFans two months oh, ago. Oh, yeah, that's, that's annoying. Like, you, you got to mix it up. Like, put it in your stories or something. Like, like don't you yeah, don't you okay. have six kids? Like, can we see a birthday party or something? Like, <laughs> anyway, sorry. I know, right? Okay, so not, okay, so not for that one. All right. Uh, the next one on this one is the gamer, you know, the one that's always tagging you and goddamn Candy Crush and, you know. Oh, yeah, I can't say it now. I didn't know that people were still doing that. That's me. I'm that person. I'm that person. Yep, I'm not giving you lives on purpose. You're welcome. Please, I need them. (laughs) Please. You got people well, who envy you out there like, only want to communicate with you and they want to like. It's like, oh, yes. Can I have a life? Please, I need three lives for Candy Crush. Nope. Yes, I am that person. It's like crack. <laughs> I got to keep playing, and I don't want to keep paying for it. All right, so we, we, we all in agreement that that one is annoying, but not, not in the type of agreement that will end the show. Uh, the next person is the, <laughs> the, the two public couple where these are couples that share basically every inch of their relationship. So this would be private, sensitive matters relating to anywhere from, uh, you know, your relationship status to, you know, your sex life. And their appearance is constant. Like, it's just public social media forums to put all that out there. I mean, do y'all have couples that are like that where it's like every inch of it? I mean, it's one thing to be out family gathering, pictures, Whatever, but I'm saying every inch of it. You guys got any of those on your timeline? The black no. people do that? Nope. Yeah, they got some of them out there that's doing that. No? You got the matching shoes where they do, like, the picture with, like, his and her feet in the picture where she's got the small version of the same shoes that he has, and then they've got, That's you know, not the same like, thing as broadcasting your life. Well, that's just one part of it, not to mention, you know, I don't know, birthdays and, and, and first dates and then arguments or either they're always on video. Don't forget the shirt. I mean, oh, yeah, I'm with kids, hers. So it's like the equivalent of a, oh. of a joint Facebook page. Let's put it that way. Basically, yeah. 
which that's another level oh, of boring. They had a joint Facebook page, and it was super weird. Like, they put both their first names, like, combined. So, like, Br- Brian and and Brittany Jones, and they put the N between Brian and Brittany, so it's together. Oh, so my like, God, yes. yes. No, nah, like, yeah. like, it was, like, like it was, like, Brit or uh, Britian or something like they combined they they made a merger of the names and it was it was so weird man yeah. weird shit of it. the joint emails I'm not <laughs> really I mean well it depends right so if y'all got a joint email for like bills that y'all share or whatever like house bills or something oh, then I guess that makes really? sense but I guess well, I can understand like for the marriage like wedding stuff but other than that it's just weird. Like Britney Birthday and Josh party? at gmail.com. Seriously? Really? Yeah, it's, it's, it's out there. You know, and folks be wanting to ask, too. They just want to be out there like, all right, so which one of you cheated? Okay. Who did it? So. <laughs> 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 Tell right. us, because at the end of the day, <laughs> Because now, I mean, I mean, it's not like they're charging you to have Facebook. Their accounts are free. You both can have one, just saying. Right. <laughs> and you can friend each other. You can friend each other. You can hey. even mark yourself as married to them. That's a real thing. Yes. Talk now, about that one day on the show, like, spouses who do not follow each other on purpose on social media. I don't understand that. It just makes no sense to me. Like, yeah, I don't follow my wife. I don't follow my It just makes no sense to me. Oh, like, my God. Sit, it just doesn't make sense to me. No, that's that guy that has. That's the person who created a fake account <laughs> to follow their significant exactly. other. Man, that's just too much trouble, man. That is way too much trouble. I don't have it anyway. So we get these, these last two out of the way here. It's something that Cujo was alluding to a little bit on this one, where it's the desperate the desperate person where you see them on a fan page and their, their, uh, you know, their comment is like on a, like a celebrity page where it's like, please follow me, you know, with a bunch of like exclamation points. And it's like, they're not going to follow you. They're not even reading these. Matter of fact, it's an intern that's doing it for them. It's not even them running their account. So go away. Right. <laughs> We're not even going to spend no time on that one. That's just ridiculous. And the last one is the, the, the person who's the self-proclaimed, like, people who go live all the time and they feel need the need to narrate shit all the time where they could be out in the grocery store and wherever and they go live and they're trying to get – or people who are giving these long-ass testimonials, like, you want to hear what they have to say on Facebook Live, like, they're sitting at a light and they're like, you know what, guys, I was sitting here at this light and I feel like I need to tell you some stuff, you know, things like that. For some folks, that's annoying. Sometimes people are, you know, spitting really good stuff. So how do y'all feel about it? Does that include the person or the people who like to do Facebook or um, watch parties on, for free TV shows, like the ones that are on regular TV? Like, I don't need you to do a watch party for the stuff that I can watch my damn stuff at the house. If you get off Facebook, I can just watch it in peace. Because those are the people that annoy me. Like, Tiki, are you telling on somebody? Because that sounds personal. Just, somebody somebody who hurts you. People who want to do... The person who, who does you? a watch party for, like, you know, the president <laughs> address of the nation. Like, I don't need you to watch party. I can watch it my damn self. Nobody asked you to do it. Like, that bothers me. Or, you know, the Grammys. They'll be like, oh, we're going to do a watch party for the Grammys. I can watch the Grammys myself. Why Why do you feel the need to do it? Nope. You're not there. I'm not there. Why Why do you need to feel, feel the need to have a watch party? 
White Party is something that's exclusive, not the stuff that's on free TV. Note to Tiki's friends, he don't want to watch it with you, man. I don't. I don't. Man, I don't Tiki like be getting triggered. You can talking. tell the stuff that really get under her skin. So make sure and take note of this. <laughs> She said a few shows ago that when this quarantine is over, somebody better come get these kids. You understand me? Somebody better come get these kids. <laughs> or you're getting okay. to her. Yes. She already thought. How many people deep are you in on this list? We should figure that out the closer we end this quarantine. Like, how many people going to get crossed off Tiki's list? Ooh, that would be a great segment called Tiki's List. See who gets crossed. It, it would be because she, she – She's triggered behind that. <laughs> so that's one of them. And also, if anybody on the cast of the show has ever done one of those uh, Facebook testimonials from, like, their car or something, I, I wasn't talking to you as other kids that did that before. Um, yeah, so those are the annoying people when it comes to social media for you. But somebody come get Tiki's kids and definitely don't invite her to your watch party because she ain't interested at all. <laughs> Not a little bit. And let me tell you, in fact, some, nobody came to get my kids. In fact, they dropped some more off on me. Ain't that some shit? Damn. <laughs> why are you open the door? You should have pretended y'all was asleep or not. I know. What's the, I, that's why I'm sitting in the car recording. I got a house full of kids. What, what'd you say, Jerry? <laughs> what's the address again? What? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, he was smooth, but that was what's the address again? <laughs> yeah, since we since we dropping them off and everything, so they come with snacks. <laughs> well, we, they don't uh, come with enough snacks. I'm mad we, I'm sitting um, out here in the in the uh, in the car waiting on the pizza man to get here, and his ass ain't got here yet. It better be, and he better came around the back, and I just missed him while I'm just sitting out here. Lord, oh, please oh, tell we, me somebody from her. We have found somebody else on the show. Who you don't want to trigger more than me? She ran more than I do, and that is something. That's saying something. That's hold it. your horses, buddy. Hold, hold your horses, buddy. You still got a long way to go before somebody catch up with you. I know how to trigger sixteen, <laughs> but I'm not gonna do it today. But I know how to push that button. Boom. Yes, you you absolutely do. Like not watching a movie when everybody's watching the movie. You too, Tiki. But he but but he can do it. That's right. I sure can. Right. He just said he wasn't going to watch the show that we watched. No, I said as soon as you guys watch Extraction, I will watch Dave. I'll watch whatever y'all want me to. I will. Okay, I watched it. There you go. I watched it. All right, well, let's have a Facebook watch party so I can know you watched it, and that way, you know, I can have proof. (laughs) I just told you I'm not coming. (laughs) So now we're going to well we were going to have uh, some other underground music this week but we ran a little bit long in the beginning so we'll just get to them next week. So what we're going to do now is play the game that's sweeping the nation, or at least sweeping the nation of people that uh, you know listen to the radio show and that is random. And if you're a first time listening to the show and you don't know what random is, it says what it says. It's the first thing that comes to mind. They usually end up being little mini rants, but it's time for, you know, folks to get their shine and talk about it. So who's going to take the plunge first this week? Tiki. I just ran them. She really did. That was it. I wasn't listening. So what is it? I just damn ran them. I'm 
I'm just kidding. Jeez, calm down. She's unhinged. You need a hug, Tiki? Jeez. I need more wine. I need more wine. Oh, no, now she's emotionally breaking down. Make sure you post it on the internet. Oh, my gosh. Who else is going to random? Gujo, what's your random? I'm advertising my only fans on the Gentleman's Journal. <laughs> they just keep doing it. <laughs> you know, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll go. Um, all right. So my my random and this. How much y'all think shares of Gentleman's Journal is? Sorry. I'm never picking that website again, no matter how good the article is. I want to invest. All right. So my my random is people who describe something that they've eaten that doesn't taste that that great as something that no one's ever eaten before. Like, you say, hey, you know, at work they're ordering Papa John's, you know, oh, I don't want to eat Papa John's. It tastes like dog shit. Really? So you've eaten dog shit before. <laughs> Just say you don't want to eat it. Or, oh, I don't drink Budweiser. It tastes like piss. Oh, okay, so you drink piss, huh? So, people, we got to stop describing things as stuff we've never eaten before. Please. I'm, I'm you, know, you know when you smell something, you can kind of taste it. Nah, man. But you don't be out here describing like, you know what? This beer tastes like moose piss. So you drink moose piss before? Just saying. That's all I got. Ah. Interesting. Very interesting. You know what else is interesting? Gentleman's Journal. I'm currently on the website perusing through, trying to see if I can learn something new. Well, see, you're reading it and wrong, exactly It's not that type of gentleman where you know you might be perusing the guys. Huh? Wait, do you wait? Do you have to create an account and uh, attest to the fact the that you're crime? over 18 before you can uh, <laughs> peruse the journal? Is it one of those type of situations? Ooh, there is a login. Oh, oh, and it's called the Clubhouse. Don't I feel special? Oh, oh. I, I oh so think he had to create an actual username and password. Hmm. Where you at, man? Save, save the segment. Is this username 16 different ways? I mean, I don't understand what it's like. What is your password on there? It what? says that their subscriber of the month is M16. Ain't that funny? Ooh, and a picture. The same baggy sweatpants on. Kind of dressed up a little bit for the picture, 16. Just a little bit. What is wrong what with that? What does it have in his location under his picture? Is it the Philippines? <laughs> <laughs> it is. The water is beautiful. Like, which island were you on? Hello. Easy, please, man. What you got? Your in- your English accent is spot on. I'll tell you that much. It really is. It is. You must have a really good interpreter. You speak and so well. I'm gonna pay. Yeah. I'm gonna pay you all back. <laughs> no, just know this. Easy, where you at, man? Carol Baskin, killed her husband, whacked him. Can't convince him that it didn't happen. Fed him to tigers, they snagging. What's happening? Oh, <laughs> yes, that was awesome. <sighs> Jerk. Mm. 
Why is Jerry is bringing the noise this week? He, Silence he's is hiding random. his keys up to the speaky house. <laughs> did we lose? Did we lose the jerk? Or he's just like, that's my random silence. No, silence no. <laughs> yeah, the silence is random as fuck. Sorry, lost it, but no, it won. Getting by the tigers, done, 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 done. All right. So before we um, get up out of here, I want to say thank you to everybody who has been listening and downloading um, our show, uh, the people who listen live, and then also the podcasters who listen to us. Cujo, we're not shouting out in the dark no more, man. Folks that's coming around, so we appreciate them. Um, Also, I want to thank everybody who downloaded and listened to the Aftermath this past Sunday that Easy and I dropped an interview with Lili from a podcast called Bourbon and Pancakes. we're going to be recording uh, another episode of The Aftermath probably in the next few days or so, and it'll uh, drop soon. We're going to be talking to uh, a gentleman by the name of Isaiah Smith who um, actually owns his own brewery. It's a family uh, business that he's starting up where they are brewing their own beer, so we're going to talk to him and get his story about how that whole thing came about. Um, as far Ooh. as this show, we will be back next Tuesday, 8 o'clock, blogtalkradio.com slash it's the radio show. And I promise next week I will not pick an article from the gentleman's uh, – I can't even remember the name of the site anymore, but I won't be going to that you site anymore. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. You Don't know do that. Lying. Don't do that. Stop lying. Why are you lying, uh, We've been dog? making jokes about it all episode. You know the damn name. I do you subscribe to. I forgot. I did. I really forgot. I mean, at this yeah, point, man. you have yeah. to could, at, at this point, it's a segment. And this week's article from it the Gentleman's Journal. Oh, yes, that's a new segment. They have so much stuff on here, you guys. We could always have a segment from here. I'm actually going to join the club right now. I'm going to join. You're going to yeah. join? Thank you so much. I'm going to join. If y'all so really a, a whole lot I'm of new to be like product and Ferragamo stuff, just, just know where she got it from. <laughs> we, will, we will definitely be back in your ear next week with more talk about things. Who knows what they are, but you know, we we'll always supply you with some type of entertainment right here on the, the radio show. So before we continue to, you know, wrap up the show, uh Easy, can you please give them our, our handles to all our social media please? You would ask me as we're about to go off. But I would. Instagram it is it's the radio show. And then the Twitter is Radio Show ATL. And also, uh, 16 Blue Elite Matters. He should have ran the ball. Jackass. <laughs> hey, this is Cinco de Mayo. Can, we do a, can you, we do a two? And it's picked off. To go out to. It's a pick six. Touchdown. All right, so are you beautiful people out there in Cyberland? We'll be back at you next week, 8 o'clock. All right, everybody, wave bye to the people in the back. Bye. Wave in the back. Bye. See you next week. I'll catch y'all next week. I don't remember the name of the site. I I don't remember the name of the site. I don't. I don't, I don't remember.